about 350 yards up. He's going to hit about a 500. Don't you think? That's a beast, man. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. Let's go while we're young. A looper. A looper. You know, the caddy, looper. Welcome back to the Chasing Daylight, everybody. Um, kind of a little weird scenario going on right now. I'm all by myself. But two of the best people in the world are with me remotely. Got Joe from Hitting Greens. How you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. And I am Stat Guy. I'm a damn good putter. Jeremy mm-hmm. Martin, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well. This is the Happy first time. Here. This is the first time we've ever had a situation come up like this. Thankfully, there is some new technology out there. Um, Depending on how this goes, you guys are going to be really interested in what Squadcast can do, or you're going to never go to that website and check it out. So (laughs) kind of falls on them for this. Uh, But this is the Chasing Daylight Podcast. This is the weekly walk. Um, We're doing this on Thursday. This week um, had a little vacation that, got in the way of us getting together on Mondays. And then last night was league night at five iron golf. So we couldn't do it then. So we're going to, it's Wednesday night. We're going to try and crank this out and get it out for everybody tomorrow. Um, we were going to, you know, cover the tour, uh, the professional golf things that happen with that. Uh, we've got our um, overall pick results for the FedEx cup, which was uh, pretty much a runaway with Joe taking that. Our look at this Instagram segment, and then Viva Las Vegas with possibly some deep thoughts. But before we get into that, we have to do this. Stack Guy, did you catch anything? I don't think so. Nothing was obvious. I I had a rat fart, and it involved this. My dumbass forgot to turn the volume up on that segment. <laughs> oh, no. so yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some uh, sad piano muted music with a little dead air, so it was a little funky. But overall, I don't think we had anything that was terrible. Uh oh, is that Theo? Yeah, Theo's in the back. Uh oh, what's up, Theo? Uh, so in the news this week. Um, couple things I wanted to cover real quick, and you guys can chime in with what, what you saw. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Henderson's own Yana Wilson. She participated in the Junior Solheim Cup. Uh, Europe prevailed in that one as well. But she played really well, and what an experience for a 15-year-old to be able to do that. One of the top juniors in the country got to represent her country, and uh, really impressive with, with her showing. Did you guys see anything about that? Yep. I saw her post a little bit, but yeah, I didn't see any video of it, but I, I saw some coverage on, I think it was Instagram they posted and it was pretty cool. Yeah. There was a a great story uh, on her in, I think it was golf digest had it. It was golf.com or golf digest talking about her play. And it was actually, you know, it was on a PGA tour.com. They were uh, covering, covering it. And so, yeah, really awesome to see her get some recognition. Where did they play Uh, that at? I believe it was in Vernus. I think they huh. played the week before. Wow. Because they were at the 
they were at the Solheim Cup, the whole team, the junior team. Yeah, that place looked just immaculate. So, oh dope. my goodness, she, uh, her dad just posted a video of her doing some uh, iron work out of a bunker. You know, and I commented on there. I'm like, because uh, he was saying, you know, no thoughts, no nothing, just drop some balls and hit them and and work on your contact. It's a great way to work on your contact in a fairway bunker. You know, because you have to be precise to get a ball with a six iron out of a fairway bunker. For sure. And uh, I was like, oh, that's great. I said, I wish Vegas had some better practice areas like that here. He's like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But, uh, yeah, he said that play was just unbelievable. Um. So also, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on, uh, you know, the Stricker came out and made his picks for the Ryder Cup, and uh, one person um, missing is Captain America. Yeah. Him and, and Kevin Na and a few others, are people are like, just people up are pissed about, about Kiz. Yeah, Kisner. Do you think Na got snubbed? Like, legitimately snubbed? Or do you think that a guy that just got hot uh, you know, last couple weeks. Not deserved to be on all year. So, I mean, I don't know. I think the picks are pretty good. Um, I, I don't have any problems with them. I, you know, I, uh, I was chatting with some people in another uh, Facebook group that's a Las Vegas one, which I'll get into something about that here in a second. Um, and he was saying that, you know, Patrick Reed getting snubbed. And I was like, you know, he, I'm a huge Patrick Reed fan, uh, probably one of the only ones in America. And I, I don't have any problems with it because he's not playing well. He's not playing good. And even before he got sick. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, I mean, the only one I'm kind of a little iffy about is Daniel Berger. I, he hasn't been playing fantastically lately, has he? He made a little run last week on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, no, he really hasn't done anything I mean, he's got potential. He it's, does, and, and maybe Stricker sees him pairing well with someone. Or yeah, and I mean, know. maybe Strick knows something about him at Whistling Straits, or I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious to see how the how the Kepka situation turns out. Really? Yeah. What about Scheffler, Joe? Do you think Scheffler belongs? I can see him fitting in. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. I think he's fizzled a bit, but yeah, I think it's a decent pick for sure. Well, you know, Texas boy in the wind on a long course. Very true. It's it's. I mean, that's a no brainer. He's such a talent too, and and you know maybe this could be one of those situations where it brings out a different beast in him that you know, could go forward and and. I mean, I'd love to. You know, after the after the Ryder Cup's over with, I'd love to hear an interview with Strick on why he picked each person. I mean, I, I know they'll never do it, um, but it would be awesome to hear his reasoning on why why this person and why not this person, why this person over that person, and, and that would be something I would seriously listen to. Yeah, I think that'd be great listen for sure. So Kepka is is he going to be ready in two weeks? He's been plagued with injuries all year, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him withdraw. I mean, that was a nasty, nasty divot out of a root, and he looked like he was in serious pain. Yeah, uh, I mean, hopefully he has enough time to kind of rest that a little bit, but I wouldn't be surprised. 
hand injuries are no joke when it comes to golf. It's just the smallest little thing. Now, Jeremy, you had a, or Joe, you had a cut on your, or no, Jeremy, you jab jammed your finger Yeah. at Cascada and Joe had a little cut on your finger. I mean, it, it makes you think. It does. <laughs> and those, and those were minor. Yeah. You lose a little bit of confidence because you're worried when you take that swing, if it's going to hurt or not. So, and that's, I mean, that's a minor thing compared to him. So we'll see. Anything else in the news this last week that I'm missing? I, I've been off the reservation, so. We could talk about rookie of the year and player of the year. I know oh, that's, yeah. kind of, that's up for grabs too. There's kind of a close race for player of the year with Cantley and Rom and Colin. So and I, I saw a weird thing that the PGA tour does. They do not count the $15 million Cantley won for the FedEx cup in his yearly winnings. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Um, so John Rahm actually was the player that won the most money on tour. Yeah, I mean, you know, he could win one freaking, you know, tour championship and blow past a bunch of people, you know, with it's just yeah, I, I get why they I get why they do it. You know, you want to make you don't want to have one person be 15 million dollars ahead of the next second place person. It would just look right. Terrible. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to come down to Cantlay or, or John Rahm, really. As it should. I mean, those yeah. two guys clearly played. I mean, Cantley won four times this year, if you count last week's tournament and this week's tournament. Now, limited field, because it was 75 last week and 30 this week. So, I mean, he's not going up against the PGA Tour, but he is going up against the best players for the year on the PGA Tour. Right, yeah. So, I mean, lack of players in the field versus the strongest field, what do you give more clout to? Right. But those yeah. those four victories, I mean, he nobody else had three. He was the only one that had three, and the only one that had four. Um, that's going to be a big tipping point in his direction. Rom, I mean, if you look at, I think Adam posted it earlier today about, uh, you know, Rom does loses the memorial because he has a withdraw. That's right. more money. Um, which he would have had, won. yeah, which Cantley won. He would have been at negative or started at eight under versus six under and would have, would have had, you know, he would have won the FedEx cup. And so it's basically a $12 million uh, withdrawal cost him for uh, probably an erroneous COVID test. Crazy. He's got to be the biggest fan of COVID ever right now. Oh man. I need Brutal. to send him one of my <laughs> fuck COVID markers. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, what did he um, take home from the tour championship for second? Or was he oh, second? He was second, right? I yeah, I didn't um, like. Well, it's it? got to be like six or eight million or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a chunk. It's you know he's he's doing fine. He's gonna be okay. Yeah, but do you? Okay, so that's player of the year. So I, I'm I'm on team Rom for that, Joe. Uh I mean, since I don't like his face, I'll go John Rom. <laughs> Jeremy, who you got? I would probably go Rom. I, I don't like his face either, but I'm starting to like Cantley a lot more. But I would I think I would go Rom. I mean Yeah, you gotta go Rom. It, it it's just, he's just playing fantastic. 
you know, number one player in the world. And yeah, he had the number one. He had the scoring average lead. And he didn't get to play but, in the Olympics because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, gosh, he could have had one hell of a year. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And he already, I mean, he already had a hell of a year. Oh, yeah. Did, not that he didn't. You know. Did he switch equipment before this year or was that last yeah, year? Yeah, this is his. Well, is this his second year with Callaway? No, this or, was no, no. This year. this was his first year, yeah. Because um, I know Beds was talking about when he was going to start wearing the Travis Matthew gear. Yeah, it was like January, wasn't it? Yeah. So switches equipment and wins. He did it differently. Like Justin Rose won the FedEx Cup, switched mm-hmm. to Hanma, fell off the planet. Yeah. Rom switches to Callaway, wins the FedEx Cup. <laughs> That's uh, definitely the better route. Right. Um, so the other thing in the news that I want to talk about, uh, I have been, um, working behind the scenes, trying to find different ways to, for us to reach new audience, new people that love golf. You know, we're based in Vegas and the majority of our downloads and listens come from Vegas. And, um, I have been an anti Facebook person for a very long time. And Joe knows exactly what I'm talking about because he's very anti-Facebook. Um, <laughs> but I have been reading a lot and watching a lot of uh, seminars and stuff on uh, growing your podcast and, and finding your audience. And uh, so I've been implementing some of these things that I've been learning. And one of the things was a Facebook group for the show. Uh, so I started the Daylight Chasers in Vegas. Um, it's a Facebook group. It's a private group. Um kind of want to control who's in there and, and, you know, with the nonsense that can happen on Facebook, but it just because it's called daylight chasers in Vegas, doesn't mean you have to live in Vegas to be a part of it. Uh, a lot of the content on that page is going to be this show based. Um, you know, I'm doing, uh, I leaked the, you know, the, um, show beer that I'll be, I'm the only one drinking it. Well, uh, tonight I released a photo of that early. Uh, I've had a couple of discussions uh, tell everybody what we're going to actually be doing for the rankings this year. Um, and it's just kind of a different place for everybody to go to kind of interact with the show. Um, in years past, Facebook has not really done a good job at being a place for people to congregate and communicate, but it is so much better now. And I'm actually very impressed with what you can do within a group. Um, you know, to, to beat a dead horse. I'm excited about it. It's, it's going to be a really unique way for us to connect with listeners of the show and, um, you know, get some, get some good feedback, get some good dialogue going, maybe get ideas for the show interviews, be posting a lot of stuff on there. So, um, just head on over to Facebook and in the group search for daylight chasers in Vegas, uh, join it. I'll approve you. And uh, you can get into all the community talk that we're having. It's It's been pretty good so far. It's only been up for a week. So uh, head on over there and check that out. Yeah, and the other the other news, sorry, was the Rookie of the Year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it, I mean, it's really only Gary Kigo and Will Zalatoris. And Will Zalatoris didn't have a win, but he played 25 events and he made 21 cuts. He's the winner. He's the winner. I mean, yeah. But... I mean, is it the PGA Tour Rookie of the Year? Yep. Yeah. I mean, so do you have to have status membership? But yeah, who, is, I, I mean, 
is I don't status want to a qualification? It, it doesn't really say. I mean, I don't think so. But... I mean, that's a no-brainer for me. That's It's Zalatoris all day long. All day. Right. I agree. I mean, we'll Higo w- played fantastic in Europe and got himself into a WGC event that mm-hmm. got him some points that got him into a PGA event that, and he won. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's awesome. But I don't think that... Gosh, I mean, does it? A PGA Tour win versus somebody that dominated the Corn Ferry Tour and played his way into events. And, I mean, he got into the Masters. Yeah, runner-up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, God, that's the good thing. The good thing for Will is he's got – he's a full-time member now for next season. So he'll actually accumulate points. He he did accumulate FedEx Cup points, but they didn't really matter. Um, so he'll have full status and I'm sure he's going to continue. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he, the last thing on his mind is teeing it up in a corn berry event again, ever again. Yeah. 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 So it, it me, it's Zalator's for me all day. Easy. All day. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Cantley win. I actually, I'm going to, I'm going to hope that you guys can talk about it because I was deep in the mountains up in Zion camping in a tent with the family, which uh, I can tell you, if you've never been up to Zion, wow, that place is beautiful. Yeah, there's not a bad view there. No, I mean, it was it was really, <laughs> I mean, we, we didn't pick exactly the best weekend of the year to, to go up there. Um, the little town that's right at the entrance to Zion is a madhouse. Um, we were actually camping on the east side of Zion, so we had to go, we had to get up early, drive through the tunnel, drive that crazy windy back and forth road, drive into the visitor center, parking lot was full, had to drive into town, four bus stops down, and then had to wait in line for 45 minutes to get on a bus because they only shuttle you into the park. Hmm. Um, But man, spectacular views. Place is really cool. Tons of people. I mean, holy crap! There was a lot of people out there. Um, I was surprised at the amount of people that want to inflict pain on their bodies by hiking up mountains. It was it was inspiring. <laughs> but if yeah. you have not been up there, I highly recommend it. And we we stayed at a place called uh, East Zion Ponderosa, which is uh, they've got huge grass field uh, pool they got a pond where you can um, paddleboard they've got horses there's camping they've got glamping they've got cabins they've got we stayed in the tent area man there was a lot of people out there um and I believe it that I saw holiday weekend yeah I saw stars um I'm not sure if you guys are aware but there's stars in the sky when you get out of the city <laughs> and wow was there a bunch it was pretty awesome we had a clear night uh, the first two nights, it, it was stunning. But so, what did you guys think? How the uh, tour championship uh, wrapped up? Um, I I lost interest once they started just pulling away. Um, it just yeah. that I mean, it became a two man race, and then you know, neither are my favorite players, so I kind of lost interest. Um, Xander needed another day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, he, he had a showing, though. I mean, he, he ended oh, yeah. up fifth. He, yep. 
And he started what eight back or something. I mean, he had a great day. Yeah, I mean, but he was still what twelve strokes behind or something like that. I mean, it's just yeah, it's I'm, so hard I'm, to catch those guys. I'm not a fan of this format. Me neither. I, mean, I, I I get it, and I know why they did it. Um, but I I think it they can do better. I think I they. Think so I think if you asked, and maybe they've done this. I don't know. We'll have to uh, you know. Um, talk in the ear of some of the people on tour and see if we can get to some of the players and ask them, Hey, do they ever talk to you about a format change and, and what you would like? I'd love to hear the players think about it. I don't know if they're, Oh, maybe we'll find out on the new Netflix show that's coming. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Are you guys excited about that? Yeah. I'm excited. For that. Change. I'm hoping dude. if it's anything like the F one series. Yeah. Whew, I mean, there's not, I mean, the F1 stuff is so intense and so much drama and so much horsepower and just great footage. Yeah. Don't know if they're going to be able to translate that to golf, but damn it. I hope they try their asses off. I'm sure that they're going to be pretty good. Um, you know, I'm sure they got some of those like 30 for 30 crews or whatever on it, or, you know, it's, they're going to be good. Yeah, I think so. They're really trying. So good. Um, so yeah, the, the tour championship was kind of a two man show. Um, I was getting updates as soon as I found Wi-Fi just to see what everything was going on. Really wasn't a surprise. I mean, the biggest surprise I think was Kevin Na playing so well. Yeah. He played great. And getting up to the, but do you, when you think of Kevin Na's season, do you see him as, you know, third place? No, I mean, See, this was the same thing I was talking about last week when when Tony Finau, you know, after he won the first week and then he was the first week of the playoffs and then he's right there at the top. And, and you know, it just, it didn't feel right to me because I didn't think he had a season that put in a, him in a position to be that high. And same thing with Nott. It, no disrespect to his game. I mean, he played great and you got to play great when you need to. And he did. But I just don't see his season as you're the third best player in the PGA tour. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. I mean, like the old format was probably better. Like the FedEx cup, whoever had the most points is because that is really a season of earning points. And then the tour championship is something else, but I know they want to alleviate two, two winners, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It needs some working out and it'll never be perfect, but you, you just lose it. I mean, yeah, there's no drama. There's I mean, no there was drama. there was drama because there was just a couple shots between Rom and uh, Cantley, but that was it. There wasn't yeah. anything else. There was no other reason to watch. If you didn't like either one of those guys, you were watching right. something else. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> in other rat fart news, uh, I made a post that we were going to start doing the shows on Thursday for a couple weeks until the PGA Tour season kicks off again. Um, <laughs> I thought the season was going to start after the Ryder Cup, but it starts the week before the Ryder Cup. So there's a PGA Tour event next week to start the yeah, season. Yeah. There's only Which, one week break. Yeah, I I don't know what I was thinking. But, was it uh, Safeway? No, it's it's now well, it's, called the yeah. Fort Fortinet Fort Fortnite Fortnite Championship. <laughs> Fortnite, <laughs> like the video uh, game. No, no, it's the Fortinet. I don't know. It's some F O R T I N. That would be funny though. Wow. Fortnite. Yeah. Um, Classic. So then the Ryder Cup, 
then Sanderson's Farm, then Shriners, which I submitted our media applications today. Um, the CJ Cup at Summit, and then the Zozo. So that's the uh, events. There's actually 11 events between next week and the end of the year that are part of the 2021-22 season. Yeah. That doesn't include the Ryder Cup, so 12 events, basically. Yeah. Um, so, of course, no event this week. No picks, no odds, no locks, no nothing. We'll pick that up next week. We could do uh, we could do the European tour there, the the BMW PGA Championship. Tons well, of yeah, US if, guys if, are over there. If you were here, you would see that on the uh, show notes, I have uh, odds for the BMW Championship or the Ryder Cup. So, yeah, thanks for sending that over. Um, yeah, I didn't think about it. That <laughs> Yeah. Email Matt. It's this new technology where you can send documents via the internet. Yeah, we got LPGA is not playing this week. They're playing next week, and then PGA Tour Champions they're playing this week in St. Louis. The Ascension Ascension Charity Classic. I thought that was next week, September 10 and through 12, 2021. So that's this weekend. Oh, that is this week. Yep. Oh no, I have it. Yeah, I I have that written down on the show notes. Yeah, so there will be something on. Yeah, and there is the um, BMW Championship um, that is in Wentworth at, yeah. in England. Wentworth um, is such a sick course. That's like my European bucket list course. Really? It is ridiculously amazing. It's just what's love, amazing about watching it. it. it just the, it's it's like a, it, it almost feels like they're playing in the U.S. Just those tree lined courses on the East Coast. It's just such a great. And it's, the field's always good. There's always a lot of U.S. players over there. It's just a fun course. The finishing hole there is great. Par hmm. five. It yeah, it's a good one. You gotta you gotta take a look at it. Um. So the DS Automobiles Italian Open was won by Nikolai Hojgaard, which is not Rasmus Hojgaard, who won last week. Mm-hmm. I did not look to see if they're related, but they had the same last name. So congrats, to Nikolai. They are. That. They're brothers. Oh, they are brothers. First time it's ever happened. They've that won is awesome. Back-to-back wow, cool. wins for brothers on tour. Wow. Yep. That is pretty amazing. Has there ever been any brothers on the PGA Tour? I can't. Nothing's coming to mind. I'm sure there's got to be. But I don't know if they've ever. I'm sure they had never won. We would have known that. Well, I mean, yeah. Ollie Schneider, Schneider Hoggins, but he's got a brother. That's playing. yeah, yeah, that's true. He's playing Corn Fairy, I think. Yeah, or, yeah. Huh. You Not assume that Schneider Jans isn't a very common name, and they would. Yeah, be they, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's like when people see my name. Uh, Not too many of are there of you. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Um, so, uh, the corn Ferry tour, Joseph Bramlett at 20 under won the corn Ferry tour championship heartbreaker for Taylor Montgomery. I mean, just, I mean, my gut, when I saw the final number, I was like, Oh my God, he missed it by five points getting his tour card. He finished 26th in the, the 25. Should have played Tory. Yeah. He totally, well, eh, yeah, I think so. I, you know, I mean, you can't. Five points isn't guaranteed on a week, but as the type yeah. of player he is, you make the cut. You probably you make it. 
yeah, you you don't play in the U.S. Open. You're on the PGA Tour. You Which play is, in the U.S. Open, make that's the cut. Hard to swallow, you know. Back to the Corn Ferry. Yeah, I mean, gosh darn, so so freaking close. Uh, I would love to talk to him about that. I haven't reached out yet because I'm. God, what would Jeremy? How would you? How would you handle that? Because you're you're a pretty talented golfer. Um, I'm sure if you dedicated all your time in life, like these kids that are coming out of college, you could be playing at that level. Is that something that you just go, eh, I'll do it next year. Or are you looking at the bottom of a bottle of Jack? There may have been some of that, but I would say for most guys like that, it's probably more valuable. I mean, they'll tell themselves it's more valuable to have that U S open experience. So, but I mean, he's guaranteed to have his tour card for Corn Ferry next year. He can, you know, if he continues playing well, he'll get back in. But yeah, it's 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 probably like bittersweet. You got to play good in the U.S. Open, but you didn't make the tour. It's yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm sure he's gonna get. I'm sure Shriners is gonna give him a spot. Yeah. Um. Congrats to Kurt Kitayama. He's another UNLV kid that has been grinding on the European tour for a couple years hard worker traveling the world playing golf um and you know made a run in these last three events and got a spot so he has status on the PGA tour another UNLV kid is on there that's awesome, awesome to see um so i could not find any information on the corn ferry tour for next season uh i don't know when that'll come out um PGA tour is already out Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing on the corn ferry tour yet, which I mean, are we all wondering is Paiute going to return? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have to know that. Right. I mean, I would hope so. It, it was a really good event. I, and all the players really enjoyed being there. So I can't imagine them saying no, but, um, I mean, the reason they were here was because of COVID and them not being able to play in Bermuda. Right. Um, so are they contractually obligated? We'll have to reach out to Jay and see if he can provide us with any intel on that. Definitely. Um, and then, so that, oh, uh, Solheim Cup. How much yeah, of the Solheim Cup did you guys watch? Um, I watched a good amount, a couple hours at least. I was so bummed. I, I <laughs> was, uh, after we recorded last week and I was going over the, all the golf that's on you know, Corn Ferry Championship, PGA Tour Championship, Solheim Cup. And I'm like, I'm going to be laying in a tent in the sticks of Utah with yeah. no signal. <laughs> I love my family. I love my family. <laughs> I, myself, I love my family. <laughs> I missed some really good golf. So what, how, what did you think of the Solheim Cup? I thought it was great. It, it was, uh, it had me tuned in for a while, for sure. It was, I mean, Inverness looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Just super pure and it Jeremy, was good. I know I know you're a, a fan of the LPGA tour. Did you watch much of it? I was it was more of the highlights for me. I was trying to keep up, but it's disappointing that the US didn't pull it off, but man, there was so many good, you know, shots that could have gone in or I mean there was some, a lot of chip shots that went in that won holes and won matches, but it just wasn't enough. But and, man, and Europeans they're just they just tore it up. They put their asses off. Yeah. A, a comment after comment on Twitter. I was trying to follow along on Twitter, but one of the one of the biggest 
tweets that I saw that I thought should have just gone viral was 130,000 people in attendance watching women's golf, supporting their country, supporting the players. Not one Baba Booey, not one mashed potatoes, not anybody hollering and no, hooting. I off heard the mashed team. potatoes. Oh, you did? Yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> that's really disappointing. Why you got to say that, Joe? Because I heard it. <laughs> um, I for sure heard it. Damn it! But the, the the awesome thing was the crowd was like ele- pretty electric. Like yeah, I, from the highlights that I saw, they were into it, and more than I've seen for so. I mean, it's been a while since I've watched really sat down and watched the Solheim cup, but they were pumped. It was good to hear that. It yeah. was, it was fun to see and, and much respect to the, the European, European team, you know, coming over here and taking care of business, man. I, I hope it's not a precursor for what's coming in a couple of weeks, but uh, hats off to them for the win. Um, so our, our pick results, uh, Jeremy and I uh, got to go into our pocket and pay Joe little bit of cash yeah uh he had xander what's that send it over nope no you got to come get it (laughs) pin it to the pegboard (laughs) Um, gas to get there (laughs) right see (laughs) uh you had shoffley he finished fifth uh jeremy had spieth he finished 20th and i had morikawa who um you know was last pretty much took a nap took a nap he took the playoffs off which i mean (sighs) Were you surprised at that? Very yeah, a little bit. Is is he overhyped? No. No, I just think if he's not in it, he's he's just not in it. And I think he just didn't have the mindset for it. You know, like when he won the open, he had the mindset and you could tell and he won. Yeah, I mean, major winner, number one in the points going into the playoffs. Do you that that's the thing, like the complete opposite of nah, you know, nah comes from virtually, you know, no one's talking about him and finishes third Morikawa number one in points finishes 26. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he's not the 26th best player on the PGA tour. It just, but that's, that's also the thing about golf though. You know, it's just, it, it, who knows, you know? Yeah. It, that it's is tough true. to quantify. Very tough. Um, so the final results, I did the top nine here. Cause that's as much room as I had. Uh, Cantley was one Rom two, Na three, JT four, Hovland five, uh, Xander Shoffley six, Bryson finished seventh, uh, DJ finished eighth, Billy Horschel finished ninth. I can probably go one more cause I wrote it down. Uh, 10 was, well, we had Finau, Krokak. <laughs> Co-crack and Burger uh, were all T11. <clears throat> OWGR, nothing changed. Uh, it's Rom, DJ, Morikawa, Cantley, and Shoffley. Which I wonder. I got to look at the OWGR and see how many points they give away for the Tour Championship and see if there's a little bit more onus on that. Hmm. <clears throat> oh my goodness! Excuse me. All right, so let's take our break, um, and we'll be right back and wrap up the show with some Instagram stuff and Vegas chat. Be right back. Tee it up at Las Vegas Golf Superstore for the tailor-made fitting event happening September 6th through the 12th. 
Featuring the new P790 irons with speed foam air technology and tungsten weighting to give you more distance. And the new MG3 wedges, now with raised micro ribs positioned between the grooves. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and register to get a free custom fitting. Las Vegas Golf Superstore, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Welcome back, everybody. Make sure you get into the Las Vegas Golf Superstore. Wheels and deals and all kinds of good things going on there. One of our favorite spots in town to pick up all your golf gear needs, swings, test new equipment. Great staff. Great central location. Make sure to check them out. Do you think there, uh, I know there's been a lot of talk about the left dash or left dot. Can't remember which one, but left dot. Do you think they'll carry those in the store or is that going to be an online thing? You know, well, you're the Titleist fanboy. You tell us. What's Titleist do? Hey, I I don't remember. I I would assume they will, but. I remember when the AVX came out and it was only available in California, Texas, and Florida. And they were selling for 85 bucks a dozen on eBay. Um, Brian, uh, who used to he was the assistant pro at Southern Highlands, uh, Unitron. Um, he was working at Las Vegas country club and he got me a dozen at regular price because you know, they was, they were so freaking hot and Nevada finally got on the list. But I mean, that was probably the most overhyped golf ball in the history of golf balls, except maybe clear with their, you know, $80 standard price for a dozen. Um, I mean, what do you think, Jeremy? Is, is it, are they doing too much at one time or what are they, what are they trying to do? Well, with this? I, I don't know. I think they're just giving people more options. I mean, it's, it's kind of a ball that fits in between the X and the regular pro V one. So maybe there's, you know, obviously the pros have been playing these for years. Yeah. They just right. finally released it to the public. So it's, I think it's good. I don't, I don't think they can harm themselves by having too many options. I think it's a good thing for us. Well, no, sure. I mean, why make a ball just for the pros if you can put yeah. it out there and entice the, you know, the players that can play that type of ball. Hey, here's another option for you. I mean, there's shit. How many zero or better handicap in the world? I mean, there's a millions of them. So that's just opening the doors to potential customers versus, you know, 300 players on tour. Yeah, aren't, aren't getting them or aren't paying for them. I think it, I've never done a ball fitting before, but I think the more that these different kinds of balls come out, the more I could see a lot more people getting fitted for ball because okay, there's yeah. so many different. That is a phenomenal segue to something that I stumbled upon last week and was like, hmm. So Ping recently came out with a ball fitting website. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. All right, I'll send you the link to it. Um, so uh, Ryan um, from um, I go or yeah, I. I golf reviews. I re- God damn, Ryan Harmon. I'm totally botching that. Independent um, golf reviews. Independent golf reviews. Yeah, IGR. There we go. Um, he posted about this, so I hit the link and checked it out. And so this is supposed to be a completely independent and unbiased view for you on your data, so you can input TrackMan data on your driver and your seven iron or six iron and 
based on what you want and what the numbers that you hit your current ball you're playing are doing, they will come back and tell you what golf ball you should be playing. Wow. Right? So I didn't know Ping was behind it. Um, found that out. And I was like, okay, well, Ping is not in the golf ball space. So the only thing they have to gain from this is if it works, it's going to be a reputable place for people to go and do it. So would you check that out? So it's called Ballnamic. Costs $39. Oh, see, that was the point I was waiting to get to. You killed my buzz. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Jeremy, would you? how much would you pay? Yeah, how much would you pay for that? For a ball fitting? I mean, I, I would want to do it online. I mean, in person. Like, I, I would think it's something I could just do while I'm getting fitted for my clubs, but... So, yeah, it's, it's, it's 40 bucks for them to tell you what golf ball you should be playing. And they charge you tax, which I thought, how can you charge tax on information? It's not a right. tangible good. Um, so that made me go, well, I'm not doing that. And, you know, I was talking with Steven about it. He's like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you know, and I go, you know, my theory is I, I would, and it's, you know, a complete waste of money, but I would rather spend the 40 bucks on a dozen balls and go check them out. Well, I mean, I, didn't, I haven't looked at the site yet, but I would think something like that would be better where they fit you for that ball and then they you can buy them directly through them as an affiliate type of thing where yeah. that's where they can make their money. But I don't know. I, I, it depends on how much information because you've got to provide a lot of information to get a fitting without doing it in person. Yeah, and, and a I, lot of information. the one thing that I did like about it was you could input the data you know, your, your spin numbers, your launch numbers, carry number, all, anything that TrackMan provides, you could basically input that information, which I think is unique. And I think that's a fantastic way to do a golf ball fitting. If anything that you, you know, if there's anything that you could do, that was what I would expect there to be, especially since you're not doing it live. But man, I... 40 bucks is a lot of money, in my opinion, just for some information. And what what if it comes up and it tells you a ball that you've played in the past that you hated? <laughs> Would you be pissed? Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. I just, I would love to see their data and see how many, what ball is being recommended the most. You know? It's it's a fantastic data, you know, it, uh, source. You know, if they come out in a year and say, we've done, you know, 10,000 fittings and this golf ball was fit to these the, the, the most people, I think that would be some killer info. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Joe, what ball are you playing right now? Uh, I'm still on the Pro V1. Jeremy? Yeah, same same with me. I like the ones that have the alignment lines on it. The uh, the special Yeah, whatever you What do they call it? Can't remember what they call it. So. All right. Um let's do this. Look at this Instagram. It's been an inside of him. Started out as a limping tart. Then my phone went and made it all. Look at this Instagram. Everybody knows what this is by now, so let's get right into it. Joe, who you got? 
this week I got a boutique golf equipment manufacturer at Legend Golf Company uh, out of Massachusetts. Makes really cool single prong divot tools um, and some ball markers. I have several of theirs. Oh, you do? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. I've become hey, I a big fan of those single prong versus the double. Yeah, See, I'm I, not a huge single prong fan, but these ones are really dope. Yeah, I have a, I've got the, the Jason Friday the 13th mask that I think mm-hmm. they did. And they did a, a single prong for me with BBGB stamped on it. Nice. It's in the, the collection that almost yeah. made my top 10 that was actually top 12 ball markers. <laughs> yeah just that that uh the single prong that's square on the top mm-hmm. yep yeah 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 really cool stuff they've been around for a while love their stuff yeah that is not one that uh joe didn't catch me it's been a while so we give will. them a follow legend golf company jeremy you uh you said you had something uh yeah continuing your streak of uh Nailing down accounts that Joe and I aren't following. Who you got? Yep, I'm very proud. Uh, the one I'm going with this week is Bucket List Pro Shopper. So they post pictures of uh, different trinkets and treasures and swag from different courses all over the world. So you can send your pictures if you've got some unique uh, gear from a course that you've played. They'll uh, post it. They've got some really awesome hats and shirts and towels and head covers and things from different courses all over the world so you can if you if you're into logos for courses wow that bag tag collection is ridiculous yeah yep yeah. this is pretty cool good one very good fine sir kudos yeah. and i had the, the cricket cool- button all ready for you <laughs> the coolest one i think is uh they posted earlier last month they have an old really old golf ball from burning tree club um, I don't know where Burning Tree Club is, but it has this really sweet logo. But that ball looks pretty beat. It's from yeah, red, old golf ball. Yeah, that almost looks ball. like it was drawn on with a sharpie. That's yeah. how old it is. <laughs> yep. Well, that's you know Burning Cart Society probably got their idea from that. <laughs> really cool um, stuff. Burning Tree is in Michigan. Nice. That's what I'm seeing. What's that dragon? Everglades oh, Club. Wow. Ooh. The, the oh, that's the gator. But then I saw the dragon wrapped around the flag, 1925. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that one is. I did see the Pasa Tiempo head covers. Got it. Really cool stuff. I love that rocking chair, too. Yeah. Cool. Great find, sir. They are getting a follow. Boom. All right. For me, um, I had two things I was going to go with this week, uh, but decided to go with our boy, Bob West. He is just, you know, the golfing real estate agent. We've played one of his little spots that he did here. Uh, we did on one of the shows one time, um, hell of a stick, hell of a guy, uh, the Bob West. He's been posting some tips lately that are really good. His one today about the chipping area 
was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I mean, probably one of the nicest people you'd ever meet. Um, he's got so much game. It's absolutely ridiculous. He got into the qualifier for the qualifier for the Shriners. Yeah. Um, excited to see how he does with that. Just, man, we played with him at, at an Anthem, and he's joined us now for the... He took Jeremy's spot in the uh, Five Iron League because Jeremy's working. Um, love this man, hell of a golfer. And, uh, you know, if, if you like seeing a beautiful golf swing and the occasional golf tip, and then the occasional, Hey, this home is for sale. Hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) Give the Bob West a follow. Yeah. His, uh, impromptu videos while we're playing around a golf are so (laughs) funny. He'll just bust out a video give a little chipping tip and tie it into a home sale somehow. <laughs> oh, he did that, that flop shot at Rio Seco. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that. All right. So, uh, let's do next. This will be quick because I'm pretty much the only one doing it, but I'd ask Joe what we're drinking tonight, but Joe's not here. Um, and it's a good thing you're not here, both of you, because you don't like bitter beer face. Um, let's do this. Ah. So I have in my hand one of my favorite beers of all time. This is the Hoppy Times from Bad Beat. Yeah. It is one of my favorite IPAs. Uh, when I was working out at, uh, the dealership I worked at, not giving them any love. And the Auto Mall, uh, Bad Beats opened up right around the corner, and we used to go there after work. The day they opened up, we were there, and uh, I got a fresh Hoppy Times out of one of the first batches that they sold. I was in love and have been a fan of their stuff ever since. Weston, as far as I know, is still the head brewer there. Amazing guy. Incredibly talented. They do some outstanding beers. They haven't dove in or dived into the fruity beer stuff yet that I know of. Um, but I'm sure they will eventually because that is like taking over. Yeah. Um, but if you are a Vegas local and you love uh, a really good crafted beer, check out Bad Beats. They are amazing. And so I cheers to myself because you guys aren't here. Cheers. What are you drinking, Joe? Uh, I heard the can pop. Um, from 8-Bit, Cherry Chaser Mario Tart. No Ooh, that's what I had when I was there. What do yeah. you think of that one? It's pretty good. I'm not a huge fan of the kettles, but it's pretty good. Well, shout out to 8-Bit. They've been on the show before. Well, <laughs> we've talked about them on the show before. Yeah. All right, so... Uh... Let's let's get into a little Vegas talk real quick before we uh, get out of here. I don't care if the sun don't shine. I do my drinking in the evening time when I'm in Las Vegas. You can sit in the sun. Viva Las Vegas. Not a whole lot going on in Vegas right now. Um, we do have. Monday night football coming up, um, sure. which curious to see actually how many people are there with the restrictions that they put on attendance. 
Yep. Jeremy, how much would you pay to go to that game? The first football game with fans at Allegiant Stadium in the regular season, Monday Night Football, Vegas, go. I would probably pay 500 bucks, but to be honest, I like watching it on TV. Dude, the tickets are only like 200 right now. Are you serious? Yeah. No. I saw it on the news yesterday. You get the vaccinated discount? <laughs> Yeah, that's like two hundred bucks if you're not vaccinated. <laughs> two thousand if you are. <laughs> no, since a lot of people aren't going to be able to go, um, people have to get rid of their tickets. So yeah, I think there were two forty yesterday, and they keep dropping. Wow, may have to look into that. That's those people have got to be pissed. Yeah, oh, yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, we. Uh, the guys that I grew up with here in town, we were all Cowboy fans, have been ever since we were in elementary school, you know, since we started rooting, we're watching football. And so we used to all dummy up and drive down to Arizona every year when the Cardinals played at ASU, um, Sun Devil Stadium. And live football is not as good as TV football. <laughs> I mean, the the crowd and the ambience and being there, it's exciting, it's fun, it's a blast, but my God, is it a pain in the ass. Probably um, depends on where you're sitting, but yeah. Yeah, um, you know, the first couple times we went, we sat a, way up in the nosebleeds, then we went, paid extra and sat down low, and like the closer we got to the field, the worse it was. Um, you can't see anything on the sidelines because there's so many players, and it was just, it just, it wasn't as enjoyable as sitting like, you know, all the way up on the lower level. Yeah. Um, that's why I loved going to UNLV games because nobody sat there. <laughs> um, yep. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I, I definitely 100% still think this is a Knights town all the way. Definitely. Raider, Raiders have a long way to go to get to the level that the Knights are at. I mean, I hope that it happens because there's a huge football fan base. And I think it could be as crazy as the Knights, but I don't think it'll ever match the level and the intensity of what the Knights have done here. So, no. But, you know, I'll be watching 100% and cheering them on. Um, so, Joe, do you want to go over the odds for the BMW Championship? Do you care? No, we'll just say uh, we'll, we can go over Ryder Cup odds. That's really fast. Okay. Um, so, U.S.'s favorite at... Um, Minus 190, and Europe is underdog at plus 205. Okay. I don't think that's a big surprise there. No, not considering where they're playing. No, so. Yeah. Have you put any money on it yet? I have not. I mean, it's, you know, that's. There's not a lot of. Not much to it. I'll probably I'm curious to see though. if they have any uh, matchups. Yeah, they'll do matchups, I'm sure. So once those come out, I'll probably do a few of those. That's another thing I'm going to be gone for. I'm just terrible. That's right. Terrible. Um, so also want to give a shout out to Five Iron Golf. Uh, we're back in their fall league. Uh, our first night was last night. Yeah. I, I love that place. They're doing Me such too. a good job. Jake and and every, and Kev, uh, Kenny, the, they're doing just amazing things there. Five Iron Golf, if you haven't checked it out, please do. And um, Area 15 is getting better as well. Yeah, more stuff they, is opening. They have a coffee bar. 
right in front of the stairs nice. now. Joe, did you get your mozzarella dog? I did. Of course he did. Nice. Of course. And a pizza. <laughs> that's the move. I said that's why Jeremy didn't play. The, he's lying about having to work. He didn't want to go because he was spending more money and food for him and his kid than he was. Yeah. Else. Yeah, that's really the truth. <laughs> Crazy how many hot dogs and pizza that kid can eat. Your child <laughs> can pound food. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it, just, it keeps going in. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but we had a really good time there last night, um, even though I played like shit. And like I said earlier, I was a whiny little bitch. I'm sure Joe was probably like, Matt, you could quit bitching anytime now. <laughs> um, I, I just, I get frustrated because I play like crap on the simulator at times. Yeah, they made some updates to their to their trackmans too, which is really nice. It seems a bit more accurate. Well, the range was very accurate. Yeah. The and golf course play was not. We were also playing in Scotland too, so. Oh fuck, Scotland. Um, I mean, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. And uh, they, Jeremy, they put in a gimme circle, so you know if your shot into the green is a gimme. That's actually really nice. Did, yeah, really Joe, nice. how many balls did you land in the gimme circle and spin out? At least five. It was unbelievable. <laughs> At least five. Uh, Dan did it a couple times. Bob did it a couple times. Bob actually spun one back into the gimme circle, so that was nice. Dan had a nice little chip in eagle. Um, I played like crap, but made a putt at the last hole. <laughs> so uh, Alex texted me uh, today, and he's like, um, he goes, yeah, we shot 700, had seven shots. And I was like, yeah, well, I think we shot 500. And he's like, yeah, you guys would. <laughs> we shot 600. Was it, I told him I thought it was five or six. I told him I said I'm I'm I thought we, we had an eagle 30. and three birdies. No, it was or was it four and, birdies? It was an eagle and four birdies. Birdies. So it was six hundred. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, of course you guys would. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. So Tyler Wagner was there. They're playing in the Monday Night League, but uh, they couldn't play that night, so they were playing Tuesday. Um, music was a little cranked up last night, but overall, great vibe. I love that place, man. I, yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm glad I'm glad we're back in it. And, um, you know, Mission Pinehurst 2022, here we go. Yeah, for sure. Um, last thing on the Vegas stuff, uh, we have a VGN event coming up at Coyote Springs this weekend. Um, two of the three people on the show right now will be participating in it. Jeremy has decided to screw the VGN and go do his own thing. Um which, you know, I'm a little heartbroken, but I'll get over it. You you and Trey are uh, playing in a team event out at Reflection Bay, and I hope you guys just light it up. Me too. It'll be, it'll be a good time. I'm curious. Um, did did, is Reflection doing an overseed or no? They're already, supposedly they're already done. Really? They so they must have huh. did a, just a truncated version then. Yeah, I think they did it early, so I'm hoping the courses, the greens are running faster than they were when we played it. Yeah. But it'll be a good time. Yeah, that is a that is a course that you guys can both light up, so I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Um, I was talking with Dan last night, and he's like, are we really playing from 6,300 yards at Coyote? <laughs> and I said, well, there's only two people that would be excited to play from 6,800, and that's you and Joe. So um, the rest of the field would not be excited to play from 6,800 yards at Coyote Springs. So, yes, you are going to have to play a different golf course than you've ever played out there. So 
Um, we've it's got. Be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It, he's like, I'm not even going to bring my driver. And like, there you go. He doesn't need to. <laughs> no, not at all. Not when he hits a 350 yard two iron. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we. Uh. This was a scheduling. This was a big rat fart by me. Um. As the uh, scheduler for the VGN this first season, I made a tournament at a course that's an hour away on the first Sunday of the NFL season. Yes. Bravo, bravo to me for that. Yeah, you make you make great federal decisions. That's one thing that we know for sure. Yeah. Um and and then the next event is the Saturday of Shriners. So yeah. Um definitely definitely will uh you definitely know what you're doing. <laughs> this this next season as I schedule it, there there will be a uh board of directors meeting where we all sit down and discuss this. That way I can at least throw some of the blame somewhere else besides all on me, because that is where he's at right now. Um, and uh, the the deep thoughts I wanted to get into, if we got time, you guys good? Or when we got big brother, big brother's waiting for Joe. So yeah, it's already started. I'm already 20 minutes out of it. I'm oh sure. crap! Okay, well we'll wrap it up. Um, so uh, everybody, please. If you want to be a part of the community that we're starting and growing on Facebook, it's Daylight Chasers in Vegas. Please check it out. Join the group. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun discussions and chats and information on that. It's basically this show, but on Facebook. We have the Chasing Daylight page, but this is actually a group where we are encouraging people to go join, communicate, chat, get in some conversations, meet some great people and uh, make this show better. So please do that. Uh, as always, uh, Instagram account is Chasing Daylight Podcast. Give us a follow there. Joe is at Hitting Greens. Jeremy is I Am Stat Guy. Get your asses out on the golf course this week. Play some golf. Do yourself a favor and chase some daylight. Later. Later.